Welcome, 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 thriving artists, to the podcast that talks about the business of art, motherhood, mindset, and all that jazz. And today, yeah, you're not going to believe it, we're talking to Liz Richards, who is an illustration professor at SCAD. Yeah, she's legit. And was a Disney Imagineer. Yeah, mega cool. So, brace yourself for some awesomeness. These are clips edited from the MomCon, the Mama Artists Conference that we had digitally. And there is one spot where the editing feels a little abrupt because I asked a question and I did not insert the question in. So, I think you'll still absolutely love it. Hi everyone, my name is Liz Richards. Um, we're uh, in the middle of finals week at SCAD, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design, where I am a professor um, of illustration and I teach uh, concept art mainly for um, animation and gaming. I do environment design courses and character design at the moment. Um, despite my degree in animation, I ended up more on the pre-production side of things. Um, just a little bit of background, I have three kiddos. Um, I have a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old, so <laughs> very busy. Um, and I homeschool them during the day. I'm fortunate that my uh, my hours with teaching are before they wake up and then after my husband is home from work. So I'm tired, but <laughs> but it, it works out. Um, before teaching, uh, teaching is relatively new for me. I had I still do. I have a career in themed entertainment. Um, so I was with Disney Imagineering for seven years and then I went freelance for, um, uh, what it's been like five years now. Yeah. Five, five or six years. Um, and I continue to work with Disney SeaWorld, um, lots of overseas place as a, as a contract freelance artist as well. So that's kind of a little bit about my career background. Um, you asked about whether being a professor is creatively fulfilling enough for me. I do get to draw a lot with my students, um, but I still have my own giant list of projects. Um, I'm currently like trying to get like a couple of books out. Um, I work with a bookstore in Salt Lake uh, that one of my best friends opened up and I'm kind of her resident artist. So I do a lot of her design work um, for, for fun things like that. But um, so yes and no. <laughs> yes, I love teaching, but I, I'll always have projects. I'm just, uh, that's just my personality. I just always have something that I want to be working on. And I mentioned in another thread, I, I actually have like a notebook full of all my ideas and like someday, <laughs> some of them are like 15 years old. Like I've had a graphic novel that I've been trying to write for like literally 15 to 20 years, but you know, maybe when I'm retired, <laughs> but, but I like to keep track of them that way so that and then prioritize, like, I've just given myself a deadline for, for this one book that I, that I really want to do and I've been wanting to do for about 10 years. And I've got most of the content. Now I just have to, like, go through the process of actually laying out the book, which is, you know, a hassle. But, but I think finding, putting yourself on a schedule can sometimes help with that. So, like, I'm setting, um, I, I know I'll have a break in teaching over the summer. I'm not planning on teaching summer courses. So I'm hoping that I can carve out some time for myself there. So yes and no. Yes, I love teaching, but no, I, I always have <laughs> something else I want to be working on. So yes, when I decided to quit 
Imagineering. So I was full-time at Imagineering. And I was actually, at the time, making more than my husband. Um, and we tried a nanny for a while. Um, so, uh, long story. Okay, so originally, uh, with Imagineering, I had a really understanding boss who was all about me, like, working mostly from home and, like, coming in as needed. I worked out of state for a long time. And then my infrastructure changed and there was not um, that support anymore. And I got back from maternity leave from my second child, um, having turned down Disney daycare, which there's like a four year waiting list. Like as soon as you get pregnant, you have to be on the list if you want to go to this amazing like Disney daycare center. Um, and I had turned it down because we had been told, oh, no, it's going to be totally fine. You can work from home. And new management said, absolutely not. You have to be here nine to five, um, like every day. And I wasn't ready to, we weren't ready for me to walk away right at that point. So I went through the whole process of interviewing a day nanny and, you know, all these different things. And we tried it for a little and I was miserable and my kids were miserable and it was not what I wanted to do because a part of the reason why I had gotten into art was the idea to freelance eventually so that I could enjoy my career and also be with my children. Um, so after a couple months of that, I said, it's not worth it. I'm going to quit. Um, also, yeah, there's politics involved there too, but anyway, it was the best choice. I wanted to stop and all of my mentors and everything who I had been with, you know, for, you know, seven plus years were going, this is the time it is okay. Like if you feel like stepping back now, this is not going to hurt your career. You are leaving on your own terms. Like you're absolutely leaving with a positive vibe. So like now is the time to do it. And they were right. Um, so I went freelance, but that was a huge financial hit for us. So I set up my own company to essentially be a contractor and was almost immediately hired back by Disney as a contractor doing essentially like the same job I was doing before. Right. Um, it wasn't full time. Uh, there were still Lull, like lulls in freelance. And it, I was certainly not making the same amount of money that I was making full time, you know, plus benefits and everything. Um, but it was enough. I had established myself enough in within that department, but then I was also attending like other um, industry events, meeting other people who were contractors for Disney, for SeaWorld, for Universal, like all these other places where I was making these network connections now that I didn't have time to at Disney. And so I was able to grow my freelance relatively organically. It still has never, I mean, it's successful in that it was a stopgap, right? And it did help us financially because California home prices are ridiculous. Like, I mean, we, we don't buy, we rent like there and we're we're really fortunate that we have a flexible schedule and you know a lot of some really nice things but housing is just insane and so is cost of living so it's not an option at the present moment for me to not be working um so freelance was going okay and um like it was enough but it was stressful there were there were lots of ups and downs and um then i got pregnant with my third and we we were still kind of um like I was still going along with freelance and enjoying it. And I actually did a guest lecture at BYU, which is where my undergrad was with the animation department. And, um, I had such a good time doing the guest lecture and I always had known that I wanted to get my MFA. It was something that I was very interested in. I love school. If I could be a permanent student, it would 
be the joy of my life. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with learning and like pushing that way, like skill set. And I loved being at school. And after I finished my, my lecture, my guest lecture, uh, Brent Adams was like, you need to get your MFA like now. <laughs> and I was like, well, uh, okay. And, and like the more and more I thought about, it, like, I just got this gut feeling like, you know, no, you need to get your MFA now. Like as soon as you get home, go figure it out. And so I did, we came, I came back uh, home to California and like literally the next day I applied at SCAD. Um, I had heard of SCAD's program. They're, they're really well known for, um, for their online program. They're one of the few that have like a full on MFA that you can do entirely online as well as like having a good industry standing. Like there's, there's a good, um, decent amount of like respect there. So, I mean, there's, there's ups and downs obviously, but I really enjoyed my time at SCAD and then like timing happened and I was doing my MFA. <laughs> like I started January of 2020 and then COVID hit. <laughs> so it was actually really fortunate that I was doing that because all of my freelance dried up because theme parks shut down. Right. So I was working with Disney up until May. Like we still had some projects keeping us going. And honestly, that last project with Disney paid for my schooling. So, so yeah, that was like, I mean, it was a blessing. Absolutely. Um, so I did the next two years still freelancing. I was, I was so tired. I was freelancing. And then I actually found a teaching position, um, at Dixie Tech, which is a technical school down in, um, St. George. And they wanted me to create an animation program for them and teach it online, which I did. And I really enjoyed that. That was super fun. And I was able to use it for credit, um, for like my internships and things as I was doing my MFA. Finished up my MFA in June and then was just kind of like looking around because uh, Dixie Tech was having some growing pains and it wasn't working out the way we were hoping it would. And uh, and it turned out that uh, one of my professors from SCAD uh, contacted me and said, hey, are you still interested in teaching? Because we've we've got a need and I can you know get you set up with the people who are interviewing. And it worked out great. I interviewed for both animation and illustration and it turned out that illustration was kind of a better fit um, for my skill set, while I love animation and I do a lot of it still, um, I tend to be more on the pre-production side of things like concept art, environment design, character design, those kinds of things. So it was a, it was a better fit for me to be in the illustration department, even though my degree at SCAD, my master's is also animation. Um, as far as schedule, sorry, this one's turning into like a long one. Sorry. Uh, my schedule is kind of nutso. So I'm up at 4.30. SCAD is in Savannah, so it's three hours ahead, so which works in my favor. So their eight, their eight o'clock class is a five o'clock class for me. So I teach from five to seven thirty. My kids wake up about then. We homeschool during the day, and then uh, my husband gets home right before my other class starts at five. Um, and then I teach from five to eight again, which for them in Savannah is from eight sorry, five to seven thirty. So for them, it's eight to 10 30. So I teach the, the early, early morning class and the late, late, late class for them. And it, it happens to work out for my schedule. And I've been so lucky to have a really great support system at SCAD. Who's very willing to like work with my schedule and give me the schedule that I need. And they're, they're great to work with. So that's kind of how that, that works. Um, I am tired and it's still a balance. Like I'm still figuring that out. Um, mainly because animation gave me some bad habits and I I mean all through college and all up until 
grad school last year, I was staying up all night and like maybe catching four to five hours of sleep. And all of a sudden I can't do that anymore. I'm approaching, you know, like my forties and my body says not so much. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I'm finding that I have to be very strict with myself during the week and I have to go to bed. Um, in, if I'm going to make that 4:30 uh, wake up time. So I hope that helps. Um, if there's, if there's any further questions, like I, I seriously, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open. Like I'm more than willing to talk with anyone about any of those uh, stages. Cause I'd like people to, to help people, you know, like find their own vibe, but yeah. Man, isn't she cool? I feel so lucky that we were able to learn from her. A homeschooling mom doing all of that amazing professional stuff. She is my idol. Amazing. Um, but all moms are amazing. There's the business moms that are amazing. There's the part-time moms that are amazing. There's the full-time moms that, I mean, we're all full-time moms, but you know, the kind that dive full in, in, in decorating birthday cakes and, and bedrooms and putting their creativity into those sorts of things and crafts with their kids. We're all different, right? It's interesting as I'm saying that, I feel like guilt coming up on that last one. <laughs> I'm still working on it too. Still working on letting go of that guilt, but I, I see how beautiful it is looking at other people. And I have created this mom breed quiz so you can see what breed of mom you are, according to the quiz, and come to a place of self-compassion and love for where you at, where you are and who you are as a mom because all types are beautiful. And uh, yeah, Liz is so cool. I uh, asked her one last question um, over Facebook Messenger that I will let you know. Um, I was just like, wow, is Disney Imagineering as cool as it sounds? And she said, yes, it was. I was extremely fortunate to get to experience many of the things I did. I loved every minute. Some of my colleagues still ask how I could leave, but being able to raise my kids myself is such a blessing and why I chose art as a career in the first place. So it's so neat that, you know, she's figured out what her priorities are and designed her life accordingly and has done amazing things. So whatever your dreams are, you can, you can figure out a way to make them all work. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I got for you. Take the quiz. The link will be below. And thank you, Liz, for sacrificing your time. You are amazing.